the sandwich. Uh... Welcome back to BLT. Uh, that was the intro. <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, Billy's confused. We do vocal warm ups sometimes. Yeah, copy um, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we are joined by a special guest co-host today. Uh, f- another B, dude. It's awesome making up the B and BLT. Hey, thank God my name starts with B, or I would not be able to appear on the podcast. <laughs> no, you would not no. be here. No, no, no. You'd be able to, but. The admin that I would have to put into behind the scenes would agitate me greatly. I mean, the culture surrounding the pod would be in tatters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without question. People want to be, and if they can't have Blake, they need a Billy. So, Billy Darcy, welcome to the yeah. podcast. God. What an absolute pleasure, lads. No, yeah. what, a, what an absolute pleasure for us, mate. Mate, it's great to see Tyler, a man I've known traditionally behind the scenes. True, true. Be on the other side of the curtain for a change. Oh, mate. <laughs> to think 18 months ago, I would go from watching Billy Darcy feature on the worst podcast in Australia to also co-hosting on the worst podcast in Australia with Billy Darcy. What an upgrade. We've both made lateral moves, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an absolute privilege, mate. No, it's a privilege for me. Uh, we're recording this backstage uh, in Sydney at the Enmore Theatre. Quite a bougie green room, if Dude, I'm being honest. Except, look at that bin. It's gold. There's a golden bin in the room. <laughs> <It's a golden laughs> oh, I've got to say, fellas, it's fucking nice at the top. Oh, Dude, <laughs> this apartment. Oh, sorry. This, <laughs> it feels like an apartment. I was going to say, this green room slash dressing room is bigger than the last apartment I lived in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like this is, th- this is $340 a week in Manly. <laughs> oh, this I'm is not going to lie. It's bigger than the place we were living in during lockdown as well. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like in like a Netflix show when they show like the main character who's like a mid-20s, like up and coming intern or something grinding away in New York City. Like this is the apartment that they would have like sex with a side character in you know what i mean it feels like we're a new girl a little bit yes yeah the new girl apartment that's spot on there's like fake plants uh we're on these red deceivingly uncomfortable couches they're not great no they're made for looks and not for comfort for sure dude honestly being in this green room i just think of all the bands that have rip and teared back here dude 100 percent there's posters in the uh, like throughout the venue of all the bands that have performed at this venue. Uh, oh. We're talking like usually like where are bands that like like so we do like here's the thing. Last year, this is how you know your you, you career's going up. Last year <laughs> we played a venue that Fallout Boy had done, and I was stoked about that. <laughs> yeah. right? That's that's this, awesome. This year the Rolling Stones have done this. Venue. Yeah. <laughs> have they? And Oasis. And Oasis. Oasis. I saw Oasis. That. Kiss. And Kiss. Dude, Lou Reed's handwriting is on the walls Coldplay, here. Coldplay, the Ramones. It's crazy. The Ramones, yeah. And now they're lucky to be in a category with Luke Kidgel and Billy Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, make some room, fellas. Hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's crazy how comedy like sneaks into like genuine artistry. Like being- <laughs> These people have literally shaped generations and then like you're literally up there pretending to jack off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it makes you know, sense. You know, art is a spectrum and I think we need to remind ourselves that, you know, there's room, <laughs> there's room for everyone, okay? Yeah. That's good. Absolutely there is. It was so sick. Yeah, but, uh, so Billy opened last night. Uh, biggest uh, crowd we've both ever performed in front of. Yeah, that was, was cool because awesome. I thought maybe you had done bigger. Nah, this is massive, man. Dude, unreal. I was pretty nervous. Like when you were like, Sydney, make some noise and you were back announcing me. 
like there was a fair amount of noise. Oh, it was Ooh, a little yeah. bit like kind of taken back by it as well. Honestly, I was like, fucking hell, here we go. I and had the comms headset on and I could st- I still felt like, ooh, that's a bit loud. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous and I and you guys were there. I literally grabbed the mic and say, hey, Sydney, how you going? And this guy just goes like really loud. Fuck you. <laughs> just so quickly. Such a dog Dude, thing Honestly, it made me less nervous because I was just like, lol. Like, of course- <laughs> But you can, wherever you go, there you are. What what runs through your head when a single audience member just screams, fuck you, without any, like, he had no, he hasn't, probably hasn't seen you before. He has no preconceived notion of what he's about to endure with your set. Well, here's the thing, mate. You're right. No one knew I was on. I was unannounced. Yeah. So either I've come out and within three seconds, he's like, that's Billy Darcy. I hate that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Instinct is <laughs> which which happens more than you think, <laughs> or whoever was coming out was copying a fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think it was the latter. Yeah, but imagine like I don't know. You could have had some like Aboriginal woman open for you, like seventeen years old or something, and he's just got it locked and loaded. Like, yeah, I wonder what like who would have had to come out for him to refrain. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Ooh. I think he just saw like oh another white dude, boom. Imagine Time to roast. The opener <laughs> rolls out in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's say. like, oh no, it's already loaded. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and he's trying to pull it back in. Dude, yeah. it was so funny. Mate, fair play to that guy because usually, you know, if someone says fuck you, yeah, I don't want to sort of come across as some sort of an alpha male on the podcast, but I will handle that shit. <laughs> Okay, oh, no, mate, you're talking to two of the biggest alpha males in podcasting history. So. I mean, is there a third Tate brother? Because that could be us. <laughs> but anyway, honestly, the guy got me so early. I was so shocked. I literally just went like into the mic. I just go, Jesus Christ. And then I just kept going with the show. You didn't acknowledge it at all, which in some sense would have made him feel so small. I yeah, honestly good. was just so caught off guard. Because he would have been like, this will rattle him. And then, dude, you just annihilated for 10 minutes. He must have been sitting there like, my comment meant nothing to him. Yeah. And everyone heard it as well. He got a big laugh. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. If anything, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Start the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I mean, honestly, it was wild out there, dude. Like, um, it's, it's so much energy in the room. Like, I had a line maybe two or three minutes in that didn't get like a big laugh. And it was fine. It still got a bit of a laugh. But I, I just took a beat and I looked out into the room. Because the other thing was every time I was like, Sydney, make, make some noise or who's keen to see Luke, the sound guy would put all the lights up. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just like, you just get this. It's like the monsters in the dark that you can't see. It's like the lights go up. You're like, there's about an extra thousand people here than I thought. Because yeah. it goes so far back and so high. He did that as I was doing like, like my merch plug and thanking the crowd towards the end of the show yesterday. And then I kind of started resuming with the rest of the show and he didn't drop the lights. And I'm like, I don't want to say in the mic, like, I don't want to look at it. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say into the mic, this is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> Put it back down. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, how do you politely say, like, I don't want to see their fucking faces anymore. I know like, to the people you're looking at. It's it's weird. But I, yeah, so I had, I had a line that got like sort of a mediocre response. And I just took a beat. I looked out and I thought, dude, you could get proper fucked up up here. You could have like a truly traumatizing face melting bomb. If you went down in front of 1600 people. You, there's almost no emotional recovery path after you, that. Mate, you'd know about like, it. You'd have to check into rehab and you're like sitting in like, a, you know how they have in rehab those like circles of people going like, yeah, my name is James and I was addicted to heroin for 16 years and this is my story. Yeah. Like cut to you like Billy, 
Yeah, you're, you're like, like, oh, my name's Billy. Uh, I open with a trans bit at the Enmore Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just go, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. But, dude, yeah, there was a lot of energy in the room, but it was so fun. It was dude, good. I, I left halfway through the second show last night. You were having a face-melting second show, dude. The second show is unreal. Shout out to the second yeah. show. Yeah, the second yeah. show was like – because I thought the first show was good because there were a few rowdy guys. Those, it was rowdy the first those show. Those guys kept – Going at me throughout the show. Yeah. I copped a when will the comedy start about 25 minutes in. Uh, During the first set. First yeah. show. Dude, and first- by the way, I was, like, I was like having a good show. Yeah. And then I was like, well, and it got nothing. He was like, when does the comedy start? And people were like, oh. Yeah. And also, it- the first show was so rowdy. It was a 6 p.m. show. Yeah, it was the weirdest part. It, it couldn't be earlier. That's the earliest you can do the show. It yeah. felt like 10 p.m. in Dapto. Like <laughs> it was weird. Honestly, I've done like less rowdy shows on a Saturday night in like Dubbo. It was crazy. In this, after the second show, I came off, and Jack was like, "Oh, that was they're, they're really good." And I was like, "Yeah, they just didn't abuse me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was, it was just like nice. Well, like, half, yeah, halfway through the first show, Vibu, who we who is here on tour, that's one of the tour managers. He messaged the group chat and he was like, "Can someone come and give me a hand? I think I have to kick a couple guys out." So I was like, "Oh shit!" So I ran from backstage into the foyer and I saw this group of like three pretty big dudes arguing with security, going like, "Oh fucking, don't tell me to fucking get out! I wasn't talking." Fucking. And the security guys going, "Oh, don't touch me!" And they're having this heated discussion. I'm like, "Oh shit!" They pulled these guys out. And Vibu taps me on the show and he goes, all right, let's go get the guys. I'm like, is that not them? He goes, no, no, that's the other group of guys. Let's go get the guys I was talking about. Yeah, there's like, a few. What? Dude, literally, I don't I even know what I should say this. It was not cool. I was like, I ever been in the show. I was like, oh, like, does anyone have a weird fear that they're willing to share? A group of dudes just blatantly yelled out, the gays. Oh, dude. Like, and, and it's, it, it's and then awesome, they changed man. it to drains. Oh, but I you, did but hear you, that. But, oh, but so you I know. was like, oh, maybe I misheard them. But then after the show, I had like 50 people confirm with me. Nope, you heard correctly. Yeah. They switched. Yeah, that's the classic like, no, oh, no, let's tell a funny, edgy, homophobic joke, man. That'll be sick. It's I had someone do something similar at one of my Melbourne shows. And it fucks the tone when someone yells something out real weird like that. Because then it's like, I'm already talking about sort of dodgy stuff, but I'm joking. And the whole point is that it's comedy and we're joking around. But this guy's not joking. <laughs> yeah, he means it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, guy's, that guy is going to be the uncle you don't want to talk to on Christmas dinner. Dude, it you know? fucks the vibe. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But uh, it's weird because I've I've done like a bunch of shows this too. I never had that. I realized in that moment that it is an opportunity for that question is an opportunity for someone to yell at something fucked if they want to. But it's never happened until that. And I was just like, as if it's happened Sydney six p.m. First yeah, that show. is in, that is really weird in the heart of Newtown. Literally, yeah. probably the most multicultural place in the country. Yeah, without arguably. question. Well, that's just your fans, mate. They're filled with hate and they love to laugh. I'm <laughs> 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 no, gonna put that on the next post. <laughs> it's the fan base you've cultivated, yeah, mate. Yeah. So. Well done. Are you young and filled with rage? <laughs> come on out to the Enmore Theatre. <laughs> Make sure you come to the 6pm show. The 9pm show is for sober, polite people. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, in this bizarro world. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it was good. So you just got back from Central America? Yeah, dude. Wild times. I was... Uh, what? what um, you guys, we were t- asking yesterday, I was inquiring because I feel like that's... I mean, it's... It's a, of course, it's a popular holiday spot, I suppose, but I feel like a lot of people go to that part of the world on a mission of sorts. 
but you just went because you were just like, no, nah, we're going on holiday. Let's go suss it out. Yeah. Are you saying like more like people like over there six months finding themselves and that stuff? That sort of thing. It's like, a, you know, it would be a very Joseph Green maneuver, I feel like, to be like, oh, you know, something happens in his life and he goes, well, I've got to go and sort things out inside of me. I yeah. Like we only know one person in our lives that's in touch with their spirituality. <laughs> and yeah. it's another Joseph comedian Green. named Joseph Green. Yeah. <laughs> and now potentially Billy, depending on how his trip went. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not as spiritual for me. To okay. be honest. Okay. Um, yeah, you were blown away that I went to Central America for four weeks. It's it's called yeah, a holiday. It's because everyone else is in Europe at the moment. So it was just, it was jarring on the stories going from people in Rome, France, and then you going, I'm on a volcano yeah, yeah, that was pretty, in Mexico that was or whatever. Though. Dude, I, I walk my own, my own race. I will say that potentially the reason no one's over there is because when I went to Costa Rica, it was smack bang in the middle of the wet season. Okay, so yeah. it's not the time to be there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Did I just you at least to get a discount? No. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> you paid full price. Full price. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I just wanted to go there. I've never been to Central America before. Okay. And I wanted to go somewhere kind of cheap because I went to America last year yep. and just got absolutely railed by the US dollar. Dude. Yeah, of course. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, Financially uh, irresponsible move of yours. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, in LA, it's like $12 for a Budweiser. US. Oh. And oh. you get like four of those in a round. That's like nineteen dollars a drink. Yeah, you're walking back to the table doing the maths, going like, I think this is like a hundred dollar round for four Budweisers. And, oh. you, and this is like, so I was like, just get me somewhere where like the Australian dollar strikes fear into the locals. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Far out. And it was pretty unreal. Yeah, Me- Mexico's just great. Didn't really like. Everyone says you're gonna get like stabbed. That's and what robbed. I was gonna say. Is it as dangerous as? We're led to believe. No, so I I don't think so. And you meet a lot of women traveling by themselves in Central America. Like okay. on, honestly, you you meet some some women traveling by themselves where it's like this chick is just a warrior, dude. Like people, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. You're like, what have you been up to? No They're fear. like, I was just in Medellin by myself for a month. You're like, oh my god, doing what though? Like, what are you? What are they doing out there? Just chilling. Yeah, there's a lot of people just running away from breakups and shit, you know? Okay. Again, yeah, very secret life of Walter Mitty sort of vibes. A lot of that, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there is this vibe. There's a lot of, like, stick and poke tattoos and, <laughs> you know, people are still just smashing cigarettes in Mexico as well. Vapes haven't really hit there yet. Oh, it's just punching darts. Yeah, so it's weird. You'll see, like, Lululemon yoga chicks and they're unbelievably attractive yep. and then they're just also covered in tattoos annihilating darts. <laughs> It's a brand of woman you won't find elsewhere, to be honest. It's also going to be very short-lived if they keep up that habit. Yeah, well, it's. I yeah. mean, they're, they're in the sun all day and annihilating cigarettes, so... Yeah. God. They've got eight months left. I know. But <laughs> all the middle-aged women you walk past are actually in their early 20s. Yeah. You just, you just look... Just <laughs> I don't know, dude, but it's, it's wild over there. But, like, I honestly, like... This is, like, such a piece of shit thing to say, but I just didn't even think I should attempt to learn Spanish. I thought I would just get by... <laughs> Did you know any phrases at all? No, I went over with nothing. <laughs> You've watched Puss in Boots yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I, I tell you, I went over with nothing but English and an open heart. And <laughs> let me tell you guys, you should definitely learn a bit of the old Espanol. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Dude, like first time just trying to order some tacos was a fucking nightmare. Like I kept overpaying for stuff everywhere because I would just give them like a chunk of money and just say, SWN, like, is this okay? And they would just go, yeah. And then sometimes they would give you the correct change, but I was really at the mercy of their kindness. Of course, yeah. Right. One time in Guatemala, I paid like 15 Australian dollars for a Gatorade. 
Oh. Like later on, I did the calculations. I was like, it was my first day in Guatemala and I didn't know what their yeah. money meant. Was it at least a blue one? It was blue, yeah. Okay, well, that's not too bad then. Not too bad at all. Um, but f- what did you get up to? Like, what was the sort of vibe? Well, and, mate, w- were you moving much? Were you were you stationary or? Mate, well, this is why I'm a bit sheepish to talk about it because you sort of <laughs> opened up with Joseph Green, you know, <laughs> oh, Central America. People are going there for spiritual reasons to meditate on a mountain. Like, I did spend a lot of my time just drinking beers blazing away. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't get the, the fucking temple the temple chat or whatever, but <laughs> do they do like Kentucky there? Uh yeah, or is it just kind of a choose your own adventure, find a pub, believe in yourself operation? Yeah, we did look at a Kentucky because we went on one Kentucky when we were nineteen. Mm. And I think you can only do it till you're 35 or whatever. But we were like, we should do one more Kentucky just for absolute bands. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I feel like now, even now, I'd be too old to do a Kentucky. Yeah, it I, says 35, but that's saying like, if you're over 26, maybe just book a trip with your girlfriend. If you don't have one, find one. Like, yeah, 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 dude. I, on the Kentucky, there was this South African guy who was like 32 when sure. we went on it, and then a few years later, he came to Australia and he was blowing up because. He tur- he'd been on like three or four Kentikis. He was an absolute character, this bloke. And he loved it. And um, he turned 36 and tried to go to Kentiki and they said no. And he like called up head office and like pleaded with them and they still said no. And he was like <laughs> furious about it. <laughs> so yeah, you don't want to end up that guy being like on the phone at 36 being like, please, can I get on the bus with the other 19 year olds? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need this. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. not the vibe, but- we did actually look at a Kentucky, but it was actually really expensive. So Okay, so just freestyling it was kind of the, the way to go. Yeah. Also, the thing with Kentikis is they're so fast-paced. Yeah. Like, I'm not really that into moving around on holidays anymore. Yeah, that, I've never been on Kentucky, but that would really just annoy me, I feel like. Yeah, the, the smallest amount of time we had in a place was four nights. And even that, sometimes, like, it just... You go into an airport, you just think, fuck this, dude. Yes. Like... Especially when you're only away for a month, you don't want too many travel days. No, because you just feel like yeah. you spend the whole time, yeah, in, in airports, in cars. Because like we that. tour all the time here, like place to place. I, I agree with you. You just want to stay in one place. Yeah. Because like the first day, I don't want to do anything. I just want to hang out by the pool, have a beer, relax, and then go, cool, over the next few days, then we'll figure out what we want to do. Yep. Start yep. ticking off a few things. Yeah, 100%. There's nothing yeah. worse than traveling with someone who's like, go, 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 straight out the airport. Yeah, the act of closing and opening my suitcase really just irks me too. It just is a little too much. Physical. At least it's not your full-time job. Oh, wait, it is. Touche. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> True. Some of that famous BLT snark, hey? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Good. What, um, what was oh, the worst? On. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt the story, lads. Oh, shit. Oh, we fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, what's the time now? 18 minutes in. Oh, goodness People gracious. People don't know which part of the uh, sandwich. We didn't even We didn't even fuck. Okay. Well, hi. Um, well, we should start with the B, perhaps. Yeah, we'll do it with the B. Oh, my name is Billy. I am the, the B. I'm going to represent... Uh, blazing, Great. blazing. Okay, Ooh, bringing good. some MA fifteen plus vibes to the okay, pod this good. week like with that. some light narcotic use. You're very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Luke. Uh, I represent the um, yeah, the L. I'm trying to. Yeah, I feel like how many episodes in we? I feel like I'm running out of things to start uh, with L. Well, this by the time this one comes out, this could be episode thirty five for all yeah, I know. God, um, I represent the lasagna. Okay. I've already done that. I think I've already done that. You might, uh, pff, I don't know, man. I, re- I represent the leech. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Uh, my name is Tyler. I'm the T and I represent time. 
Just the concept. Wow. And our most precious commodity. Yes. Yeah. Something you can never get back. Yeah. Jeez, I feel Are you like- listening up? Tyler's new girlfriend? Something you can never get back. Okay. <laughs> so don't fuck this up, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, your Instagram is fucking pretty full on these days. But anyway. Oh, uh, you've, oh you've noticed, have you? That's good. That is good. <laughs> but anyway, mate, let's get back to my yards. Uh, <laughs> mate, I will say, I don't know how private you are on this podcast, mate, but I will say you and your girlfriend take some cool photos on Instagram. Thank you. There's a, there's a vibe happening. Good. Cheers. Th- consider, again. consider me subscribed to the vibe. <laughs> subscribed to the vibe. Is there a Patreon for this vibe, brother? Because I can't get enough of it. We're working on it. We're working on it. But thank you. Anyway, sorry, man. Sorry to interrupt your uh, this oh, story. Oh, yeah. So a couple of yarns. Yeah. So like... N- I climbed a volcano at one point, so I guess that kind of counts as something a bit spiritual. Definitely, man. There's this, um, we watched this uh, documentary on Blake's tour called, uh, uh, I think it's called Fire of Love or something. It's about these two, uh, I think they're called volcanologists. Okay, yeah. Who, who both fell in love over their obsession of volcanoes. And it's just footage of them from like the 80s walking around volcanoes as they're like going off and shit. I don't think there's a more terrifying natural thing on this earth than a volcano. Yeah, dude. Well, I was on top of one and then there was another one across and we saw it like go off a few times. Really? Yeah. You can see little bits of magma spinning out. Were you just, was there any, like, did you bring a spare pair of underwear or anything like that? You just no, rolled the die. It, it's just pretty bloody weird. It's you feel like you're in a movie, like yeah. you're in a dinosaur movie or something. But you weren't looking at the other one going off and then going, oh, there's one under me. That, yeah, that you didn't have like didn't, a sense of danger. I, I don't know why, but I really trusted the one under me. <laughs> <laughs> Were you with a tour guide? Yeah, we had the tour guide, okay, yeah. So it was, you're putting your hands and just your life into a stranger's hands. Dude, it's crazy. So there's this volcano in Guatemala called Acatango and – Mate, I didn't realize what we were getting into with this thing. So basically, I thought it was like sort of a bushwalk. Yeah. You know, I got like no equipment or anything. And it's like, you ha- then you have to sign a waiver and it's like two pages of just all the ways you can die. <laughs> like it's crazy. Even one of the ways was bandits might come and rob and kill you. <laughs> oh my God. And then like you can die from like no oxygen. Like it's 14,000 feet. So the altitude's like legitimate. Were you wearing any apparatus or anything? No. Oh, fuck. No, but it's weird, dude. Like, it, probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's six hours up to the base camp. Yeah. And it's, like, pretty much vertical the whole way. And are you walking or driving? Walking. What walking. bandits are robbing you five hours into dude, a hike? that's some Zelda shit. I tell you what, some smart bandits because <laughs> I'm tired, dude. Take what you want. But so are they, they're, unless they've camped there overnight. Nah, because it's these Guatemalan fellas, these Sherpas, like they, they just go and go and go. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's like Dragon Ball Z when Goku trains with the backpack full of rocks. He takes them off and he can jump like 800 feet into the yeah. sky. These Guatemalan bandits, if they were in like our gravity, they'd just be moving like Usain Bolt speeds at all times. Dude, I'd be so annoyed getting robbed at like 500 meters of elevation. Yeah. Do you know how much that would... Hang on, i got to open the door. (laughs) Oh, 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 good, man. Wait, who's here? Oh, Meg. Is it it Luke and Meg now? I was was about to say. Crossover pod. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of the superior pod infringing on BLT. This always happens. Yeah, but anyway, so the volcano was pretty cool. Not too many yarns there. The altitude's actually crazy. Like, people were dropping off left and right. Really? And it's pretty scary because, like, the Sherpas are like, 
they'll you get to a certain point and they're like no going back anyone who wants to quit now is the last time and half the group's like fuck this really they all ditch dude it's crazy with the altitude you'll be walking up a hill like just walking yeah it's so steep though and your heart is going like you're sprinting as hard as you ever can really because your heart's working so much harder because there's there's no oxygen coming into your body. Yeah, yeah. So your heart's pumping around like 10 times as much blood to get the limited oxygen around. Holy and fuck. And it's crazy, dude. Like, it's actually like pretty wild. That, again, that just sounds terrifying to me. Yeah, it was so hard. And then we got up there. Um, this, uh, this Irish couple were hilarious. Like, you get to know people on the way up. But then you get up there. It's like so tough. Then it starts raining. Like, it's brutal, dude. And then the next morning, they wake you up at 3 a.m., and the, this is the toughest part of the hike. You got another hour to go. Like th- at this point, you're on the side of the volcano, like just like black ash rock. And you're walking up. It's, you got a headlight on, going up this volcano at four in the morning, and you get up the top for sunrise. And you watch the sun come up. Yeah, was yeah, it yeah. worth it? It was worth it. Did yeah. you? Did you have? I feel like at that point, you've got to have some sort of spiritual elevation moment where you're outside of yourself, right? Uh, I filmed a video promoting my podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and consume that well earned fifteen dollar Gatorade. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. You, you firstly always promote. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that on Instagram. You, I, th- I I didn't realize the lengths that you went to get to that summit. If oh. I had known, like the like I was at fourteen thousand feet. Yeah, I know. That that's, is, that's crazy. That I just is thought you kind of walked crazy. up a hill or something for a couple of hours. But no. <laughs> dude, it was wild. That but is guerrilla marketing at its finest. A hundred percent. Jesus. Yeah. But dude, yeah, the the volcano was um was on, honestly crazy. But like, yeah, a couple of stories like more like Costa Costa Rica is pretty cool. But like, there's there's just so many wild street characters in Mexico. And stuff. Yeah, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of people who it's like, is this guy homeless? Is he not doing well? He's pretty charming, but he doesn't have any pants. Like, <laughs> hey man, there's a lot of that going. It's never on. stopped me from making friends. Yeah. So yeah, yeah exactly. Well, speaking <laughs> of friends, we met these two Swiss guys. Um, <laughs> And uh, they were absolute goofballs, like these Swiss guys. And uh, we were in Puerto Viejo in Costa Rica. And it was like, like I said, it was the middle of the wet season, yep. which we didn't know about. So it's just raining cats and dogs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so we're like, we're going to go to this place, Jayco or Waco or something. They said it was pronounced Waco, but I know a fucking J when I see one. So <laughs> so you tell me, babe. But anyway. Does it spell like the caravan company? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's Jayco. Yeah, wait, J-A-Y-C-O. Mate, these Costa Ricans, I tell you what. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so we go, it's five hours from Puerto Viejo back to, to San Jose. And then from San Jose, it's two hours to Jayco. It's like the other side of Costa Rica. Yeah. So we get on the bus and the Swiss guys are like, yeah, we'll meet you in Jayco. We're going to get the bus later today. So they get on the bus. Tim, one of the Swiss guys, absolute goofball. He gets on the bus. Halfway to San Jose, realizes he left his passport at the hostel. Oh, which is just egregious. Like there's just no excuse. That is the heart sinking feeling that you simply cannot put into words when you're experiencing it. Eh? I don't know what you guys are like when you're overseas. I'm so scared of losing my passport. Yeah, me Dude, too. Petrified. We left our wallets once at the big guitar in Tamworth and that was uh, oh. scary just because, you know, I would say the locals as dodgy as Central America <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in regional the, New South Wales. You think the Costa Rican bandits are scary. The Tamworth guitar bandits. You know uh, what's funny? The only reason why we got our wallets, we drove away. So we, you know what? This is how dumb we are. We all wanted a group shot with the big golden guitar. Got it. We needed something to prop up our phone for a self-timer. Used our wallets. Yeah. <laughs> 
as like the the little support, took the photo, grabbed our phone, left the wallet. That's didn't, didn't even notice. We were just so excited for the group photo. You're, You're like, like, this bangs. Not <laughs> often do you see a guitar that big. No, never. I'm like, never. oh my God, Lee Kernigan's yeah. been here. Yeah, just yeah, looking yeah. at the phone going, this guitar is huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like 40 minutes out of Tamworth driving to the next town wherever we were playing that night. We get a call from the information center and they've found the wallet. The only reason why they know who we are is because I'm on the information center's what's on in Tamworth. So nice. they've gone through my wallet, seen Luke Kidgel and been like, oh, he had a show here because I work at the information center and I have to know that. <laughs> that is well, universal like so alignment. So then they called the theater, right, that where I was playing at, got my number, or then the theater called me. And we're oh, like, hey, nice. you're... Your wallets are out So the- by the time the contact had been done, we were an hour out of Tamworth and yeah. Reese and I had to turn the turn the car around, drive back, and then drive the hour and f- and then another oh, so oh, that's a killer. We know exactly how that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tim got the bus all the way to San Jose with his with Pascal, the other Swiss guy. Then they had to hire this is like uh six PM in San Jose. They had to hire a car to drive five hours back, except Tim, who lost his passport, doesn't have his driver's license. So Pascal has to do all the driving. Oh. They go all the way back, get the passport, drive all the way back to San Jose, all the way to Jayco. They get there at like 4 a.m. Pascal did all 11 hours by himself. Jesus. And we see Tim the next morning. We go, oh, how was the drive, mate? He goes, it wasn't too bad. And it's like, yeah, Tim, I bet it wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, snoozing in the passenger seat. You piece of shit, dude. <laughs> So then Tim, he's just an absolute kook. He went out to buy weed and like was standing on the corner of this street. Can you just buy drugs on the street over there? And like this guy tries to rob him, but Tim was in the Swiss military for a year. So he like beat the shit out of this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Plus he was well rested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was well rested. (laughs) And then then he comes back and goes, how'd you go, Tim? Did you get any weed? And he goes, oh, no, actually I got robbed. (laughs) (laughs) But also like he'd be so, there's no way you get robbed after you've gone to so much effort to get the shit that they're trying to steal from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you you don't know the hell I've been through to get this passport. You're not taking it now. Do you have any idea what it took for me to get here today? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and then it was so funny. So, Tim's so classic. He's like, I just wrestled the guy, sent him on his way. And then that night we're out and about and uh, we get a slice of pizza in between pubs or whatever. And I'm eating a slice of pizza. So is Tim. There's a few of us. And this like got shirtless sort of street guy comes past and he's like, oh, boys, I'm so hungry. Like everyone in Costa Rica speaks good English because it's like very Americanized. Yep. And he's like, boys, I'm so hungry. Does anyone have any spare change? And I had heaps of coins in my pocket. So I go, oh, mate, I've got some coins for you. And Tim just like finishes his pizza bite and goes, oh, don't give him any money. He tried to rob me earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) It was the same guy. (laughs) Just so casual about it as well. So casual. And I look at this guy. I go, did you try to rob him earlier? And all of a sudden the Costa Rican guy's like, no mas, no mas. Like no no more English. It was so funny, dude. Dude, it's pretty interesting at the, you know, the ways he goes about his business operations. You know what I mean? That gentleman. He goes from like taking it by force to, hey, can he spare coins? You know, it's, he likes to switch it up. Yeah. Maybe well, after he got beat the shit bed down of him the day before, he was like, let's try a new no, approach. It was, <laughs> yeah, sa- it was same day. It was that morning. Oh, and we were out like that hours, hours between. So right, aggression straight, hasn't worked today. Let's try begging. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, yeah. Yeah, you catch like, more hot, uh, flies with honey or whatever. Pretty brutal as well that you described him uh, as a street dude. <laughs> well, I feel like that's like saying person of color for homeless people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Straight, dude. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but he anyway, was, he was a stray. He was yeah. a stray. It's the progressive terminology. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was he was a, a nomad. And uh, <laughs> but dude, some of these Costa Rican street fellas were wild. Like, we, I got a bit too like loosey goosey with buying weed over there because like, um, it's just so easy. And like, like, so this one guy was like. Uh, Does all discretion just disappear? Like, you know how here you, you wouldn't like just walk uh, up to someone in the street? I mean, it depends where you are. In the cities, I'll be really careful. Okay, yep. In Central America, the cities are like bad news and you want to like get to the coast. <laughs> for, for what like, reason? Like bad news in what way? Oh, like in Guatemala, like you can't even re- like don't like it just says on Guatemala City, like on travel sites, like leave. Just, oh, really? Oh, it's really dangerous, dude. Oh, well, really? like We landed in Guatemala City and just got the fuck out of there. Can you get yeah. proper locked up if you get caught with weed and stuff there? Uh, like, mm, did you look? You didn't even look into it well, before you <laughs> did it multiple times. We we bought weed in Mexico City, and there's so many police in Mexico City because it's so dangerous. Yeah, but that's the thing is like you're almost more scared of the police. I was gonna than, say so than the it, normal people. Is it dangerous in like a you're gonna get stabbed in the street, or is it dangerous in like a police corruption sort it's, of way? It's both, but I would say way more police corruption. Really? Yeah, like a lot of Australians, like if you, uh, they'll just plant stuff on you, or like. They'll just say you were using cocaine, even if you weren't, and then the police will just drive you to an ATM, and you have to like get money out if you don't have any. Like you can just bribe them, but yeah, they're very corrupt, especially in Mexico. Jesus Christ! Um, so that was the thing. Like in Mexico City, we bought weed, and I was like way more scared of the cops, yeah, um, than the people. But oh yeah, so in Costa Rica, and like in also in like Mex like Puerto Escondido and cost and Costa Rica, like. You'll just be standing on the street and like five guys will come up to you being like cocaine, weed, weed, cocaine, like pills, mushrooms. Like they're just, they're just rapid for it over there selling it. And um, they've got it all. It's like a box of favorites. Yeah. Dead, dead set. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But um, like I was just buying weed. I wouldn't cocaine, buy Cocaine. What to bring when you're told not to bring a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's what they but get. Like, the kids I, for grade six graduation. On, yeah. They're selling like pills and stuff over there, but I mean, that's your death wish, I reckon. Yeah. But I, it was actually interesting in Puerto Escondido, they'll search you head to toe. You can't take any drugs in. But as soon as you get into a club, like there's just guys everywhere selling you whatever you want because like it's all cartel. And so okay. they want, they don't care if you buy drugs. They just want to make sure you buy their drugs. Yeah. So yeah. So it's a money. wild world over there. But so this in Costa Rica, this guy was like, um, I'll get you some weed. Like it'll cost this much, but you guys got to come with me. And it was a bit, eh, didn't love it. I was like, nah, we're not going with you down some alleyway. Just get jumped by like seven of your mates. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone in Central America is tiny, but you just assume they got a knife or something. Yeah, some sort of like weaponry. Five foot four guys, but they got a vibe, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so he's like, oh, or I can bring the weed back. And it, it was only like 20 Australian dollars. I was like, bring the weed back. And he was like, I'll be 20 minutes. We go sweet. So obviously he never comes back. Okay, yep. Yeah, and I get furious. I'm like, we're going to go fucking look for this guy because <laughs> I'm not copying this. Wait, so you pay, you gave him the money and he said, I'll be back. Yeah, and he never came back. Oh, mate, that's the Facebook marketplace Honestly, rule one, dude. I, I wasn't really furious because it's like, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, but this guy was so goddamn charming, you know? Like, oh, he's a cool guy. He had the old silver tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I go, I go, we're going to go look for this guy because he went down the main strip. So we went down the main strip all the way and yep. back. Um, looking for him. And like, not that I'm going to like attempt to fight this guy or anything. He'd probably yeah. kill me. But I just wanted him to know that I know that he fucked us. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You want him to think about it. I just don't hey. want him telling his mates, oh, fucking Got that tall freckly guy's a fucking clown. Yeah. Like, No, no. We know what you did. Yeah. I just want to know, hey, buddy, you robbed me fair and square, but I just want you to know that I know that you robbed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So then we couldn't find him. But then we're out on the piss later that night. And Macca goes, oi, Bill, look at this. And I, I see him. I go, well, well, well. Oh, Look okay. who it is. And he's this guy, man. He's so funny, this guy. They speak great English. He's like, oh, my friends, I looked everywhere for you. Uh, <laughs> I go, no, you fucking did it. Like, I, you totally robbed us, dude. You've actively been avoiding us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go, we waited there for ages. And he's like, oh, no. He goes, I went to the hostel and asked for you. I go, you don't know our names. <laughs> 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 I go, who did you ask for? He's like, my friends, I look everywhere. I go, you piece of shit. I go, where's the money? He goes, the money is gone, my friend. I go, okay, all right. Whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> it's gone. And you can't really be rude to him because, you know, he'll probably stab you. So <laughs> it's kind of a weird dynamic. Yeah. And then the next day at the beach. It's a wild way to accept a theft like that. Like, my money is gone, my friend. And you're like, well, that's fair. Yeah, well, it's all fair of- and crime and Whatever, I don't know, dude. If you want to freaking get in a confrontation with one of these Costa Rican street fellas, yeah, that's your business. But Imagine I- they look like a henchman and they're like a Fast and Furious five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It, like when the crew gets extended, it, it's like one of the. Do you know they they kind of look like the two guys who cracked the safe in Fast and Furious Five? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. What you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. And then the next day we're at the beach, and we run into this guy again, and he's like, "Lads, what's doing?" And I'm like, mate, we don't want to hang out with you. You robbed us yesterday. And he's like, oh, you're still angry about that? And I go, it's <laughs> water under the bridge, man. It's yeah. water under the I go, bridge. I go, yes, I'm still angry about it. It happened 12 hours ago. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no. He's like, but seriously, dude, I can get you anything you want. And I go, we don't want, we're not going to give you more money. No, Are you out of your mind? Shot. But that's these Costa Rican fellas, man. They're, they're charming. Yeah, they are charming. That's how they, that's how they so, get you. It means that some people must go back for round two. Dude, yeah, honestly, 100%. I can see it because they're so, they're all like five foot four. They're so goddamn cute. Like <laughs> you just want to freaking pat them, you know, like rub their head. Yeah, you robbed me, you little scamp. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you cheeky little thing. Yeah, very hard to stay mad at these guys. And also they're so poor. Like you can't really be angry at someone. No, I literally no. handed in the cash. I mean, to say he robbed me, uh, if he robbed me, I'm an accomplice, really. Yeah, at the end of the day, it was, what was it, $20 AU, you say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can't really blame him too much. Um, well, it seems like you made a lot of good friends over there, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Like, everyone's very friendly over 50% there. 50% of the people who you befriended stole from you. But yeah. still some good mates. That's good, some, some lifelong connections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not who you know or, or what. I'm not sure what saying would justify this, but <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's just a vibe when people are scary enough where you just sort of put anything to the side. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, are you glad you went? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, dude. It was so good. I and also I haven't been to a non-English speaking country since like before COVID. Mm. So it was good uh, just to yeah. get out there and just fucking see yeah. something different. I've yeah, never different. been to an actual non-English speaking country. I've been to like Thailand, but they all speak English. They have to. It's their economy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Japan. It was the best. That would intimidate me. Japan was so good, but it was the same thing. Like my extent of the language was uh, anime and like Kingdom Hearts. So I just yeah. kind of was walking around going like, oh, konnichiwa, yep. I oh, only know arigato. the original 150 Pokemon, so it's still <laughs> yeah, about me. That will get you quite far, actually, <laughs> in Tokyo City. You're just going around Japan going, Pikachu. <laughs> they're like this white piece of shit, yeah, too. fuck like, this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. 
Um, but no, yeah, I feel like that'd be such a weird, was that a weird element? Like you said at the start, you didn't learn any of the language, but were you, were you able to, to sort of get by? Did you pick it up? Oh, you pick it up, up a bit. I, yeah. I kind of learned that firstly, I talk like an egregious amount in general. <laughs> like, yeah, egregious like amount. it's just crazy. Like where you go, like I went like a couple of days, like not talking much or yeah. as much. And I was like, oh, the world is still spinning. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been operating on some like, basis that like if I don't vocalize every thought I have we're all gonna die <laughs> but it turns out that's not the case that's good at all that's good and also I found out if you if all you know how to say is like hello please thank you excuse me and sorry you're yeah. pretty much sweet like you can just sort yeah. of point to other stuff and give that's me true. my fucking money back yeah yeah and, <laughs> yeah. Would yeah. Help. and stop robbing me you little cunt <laughs> yeah. like, just like just tourist phrases like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just all, all the basics. <laughs> stop robbing me. It's so funny to politely ask a guy to stop robbing you and he's like, I'll probably rob you again, mate, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, just, just being honest. Yeah, that's crazy. But no, it's a great country. Uh, if anyone wants to go there, I think Central America is the go because I think South America, is. it gets like way more full on down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Central America is like up the top. And uh, dude, the food in Mexico as well, like five tacos for 50 pesos. That, what's which what's is, a, how much is 50 pesos? Oh, who gives a fuck, dude? <laughs> you know, like, it, and it's unreal. Yeah, Some um, of the best food I've ever had in my life. Yeah, shit. So highly recommend. But yeah, I don't know. I reckon you got to get back out there post COVID. 100%. Yeah. Got to have a sticky beak. How, how long do, we, do you reckon we can milk the po- post COVID? Do you know what I mean? Like how long can we milk like- Saying that. No, just being like, oh, I'm doing this because of COVID. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I didn't get to do this during COVID, so I'm doing it now. At what point is it just like, oh, oh you're just doing that? that? Ages. I, I was doing it last year, maybe. I think I think traveling, you're you're being like, yeah, oh, I haven't done it since since COVID. That's valid. That's a valid reason. Yeah, I think so. But being like, oh, I'm still waiting to get back into the gym because, you know, during COVID, couldn't go to the gym like that. You'd be like, okay, well, you've had ample opportunity to get back into that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's so funny. You st- they've still got all the COVID stuff at the airport and it's like. Yeah, I was like, oh, I remember that. Remember COVID? Yeah. Dude, I, it, now that I've like been on a plane for like 16 hours though, you can see why they stopped the planes. Cause like when you're on a plane for 16 hours, it is gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking disgusting the up walls, there, dude. The walls break down between, you know, your boundaries of how you self hygiene and what have you. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. it's grim. Yeah. I don't know. You guys got any destinations on the, uh, on the cards? On well, the travel really, card? Oh. You guys travel hard, but just like to Dubbo. Yeah, we like go <laughs> regional Australia. Yeah. yeah. yeah Central Australia. Yeah. I am actually doing Alice Springs instead of Central America. Yeah. Dude, um, Alice Springs. Like, I would love to go to Alice Springs. What's the best place you've been on these crazy tours? I mean, not Alice Springs. That place is terrifying. Um, Isn't it? Legitimately. I think, I think it's the most violent town in the world or something yeah. like that. Yeah, probably. Honestly, double check that. I just made it up. But get your tickets. LukeHidgel.com. It's not <laughs> selling well. Yeah, People have left. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I think it's having a bit of a rough trot, Alice Springs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the if any town needs a bloody laugh, yeah, hey? Alice Springs. <laughs> yeah, that's what is. That's what scares me. Like when I get heckled in Newtown at six p.m., I'm like, oh, that doesn't worry me. But if that's what's happening in Newtown at six p.m. in Sydney, what the fuck is Alice Springs going to be on a Saturday? I mean, that's that's what scares me about that heckle is what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever had anything thrown at you? Uh, presents. 
like ag- uh, I've had praise ag- aggressively <laughs> positive, positive but, but feedback. Little snapshot of our careers. You're like uh, presence and praise. I'm like, yeah, no, me too. No, I wasn't talking about objects at all. Like, <laughs> I've had someone throw like a necklace at me that was like an edible necklace, and it was like aggressive, and it was like that's for you, and I was like, well, that's not how you deliver gifts. Like if you. Christmas Day, if you piffed that at grandma, she wouldn't be thrilled. No. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it. It was it was thrown with attitude, but it was it meant well. <laughs> what yeah. a weird delivery method. She yeah. would have been sitting there the whole time with the necklace in her hand, just going like, nah, 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 nah. And then like, yeah. I mean, and, and here's the thing. There really is no good time during a stand-up comedy show to peg a necklace at the bloke. <laughs> no, but no. she did chose a downtime in between a joke at least. Yeah. That's good. But I didn't, I Dude. don't know. No, nothing's been, and the best place, I don't know, like. I uh, like easily Bundaberg. Perth. I really like Perth. Oh, but yeah, no Perth, not Bundaberg Have you not been all. to some crazy waterfall somewhere or something? Yeah, like in Airlie is always nice stopping off, but we never do shows there because we just like to hang out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. There's nice waterfalls there. There's a regional Queensland has some good spots along the way, but then it's like grim, good, grim, good. It's, yeah. It's it's a mixed bag. You go to Bundaberg, like get me out of here. You go to Mackay, like this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. People in Mackay too are awesome. The person in yeah, yeah, the people in Mackay are great. Oh, are you being serious or? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm getting really mixed vibes on your tone. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Mackay's a great spot. Do I have to go sound check? Yeah. Oh, can I, can I just do it quickly and then can we come back? Cool. Yeah, we'll pause here then. Just pause? Yeah. We'll just hit, hit the brakes. Go. This is what comedy sound check is. It's, uh, I was like, hey, are we doing sound check? And I said that in the microphone and the guy was like, yep, all done. <laughs> and then I walked off. So glad I went. Hey, man, it's an important part of the process, all right? Yeah. Nice. Eight yeah. people in the venue's like, oh, we need Luke for sound check. And I go, yo, yo, yo. And they go, dude, nailed it again. <laughs> dude, yeah. When I do, um, I host the Sydney Comedy Festival road shows, and they're always like, I guess people are kind of justifying their job, but someone always comes in and is like, where's the MC? We need to do a sound check. And like, unlike you, I don't do anything weird in my act. Yeah. And I just go out there, I go, hello. And they go, how's that, Bill? I go, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it would have to sound like for me to be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Like, just be like completely just, yeah, hello. And you'd be like, whoa. I, I say hello. It comes out of like Mandarin. I'm like, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we did the sound check. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't, what were we talking about? Should we continue on that thought or skip it? Other best places we've been. I don't know. It's just Australia. Like, it, it's, yeah. I think it's like. It's just Australia. No, but also, no, it's the oh, most beautiful oh, country oh. ever. No, that's the it's thing. Nice. You get so used to like just being in awesome places all the time. You get yeah. used to like, like I ran along the beach in Wollongong the other day. It was awesome. Yeah. But so- also it's like, I think people don't really think like a lot of like my family and stuff who have seen me traveling around now, are like, dude, so sick. You're in the Gold Coast the other week. Like, did you go to movie world? I'm like, no. We, we drove for seven like, hours. I we, saw the inside of the Lone Star Tavern. It made me sad. Then and we then went it, to bed and we got up and we drove to the next spot the next yeah. day. Dude, that's so true. I will say nowhere I've been in the world, I haven't been to like the Maldives or anything, but everywhere you go, like Mexico, America, Europe, dude, Australian beaches are low-key undefeated. Yeah. Aussie we beaches just have so unbelievable sick. beaches. Oh, yeah. And so every, every holiday I've ever been on, I'm never upset to be going home. No, like, it's just great yeah. here. I love it. Yeah. yeah, that's a great call. Where did we stay with Blake? On t- where were we? In uh, was that? It's not Coogee, is it? Is that in Sydney? No, what's Coogee? Oh, I think you were in Coogee because Blake that- told me you guys had a big one at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Then yeah, Coogee. We're staying in Coogee, Coogee Beach there, and that, that was like nice, spot. dude, incredible spot. 
Unreal. Holy smokes. Just hot British chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking landscape-wise. So was he. It's part yeah. <laughs> of the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to Coogee? Dude, we're not giving out those visas for nothing. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true though. It's beautiful. Um, I had a thought. Uh, Bill, you're a man who likes to consume a, be- a beer from time to time, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Good. Uh, you would do that in a social setting, I would I would suppose. Oh, yep, mate. So far, you're nailing me. Good, good, good. And you uh, would say that there is uh, not certain, I guess, but you like to keep social protocol when you're having a beer with the boys <laughs> up to a high maintenance level. You know, you want to create a nice vibe, wouldn't you say? An inclusive vibe. For the 100%. Good. I'd like to run uh, a hypothetical situation by you and see if this manoeuvre would fly in your social beer consumption uh, atmosphere. Okay, okay mate. Let's, let's have it. Picture this. You, it's lunchtime. You're at a brewery. There's about five of you there. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> mate, thank God we're going somewhere because, mate, you, you were going nowhere quick before. No, no, no. no. I, I was just, like, where is this going? I, and I was like, I had, to oh, set it up. Okay. I had to set it up adequately. Mate, well done. Good. I don't know what's coming, but I know Luke Picture is the target. Yeah. 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 Picture this. You're not the target. No, 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 no one's a target. No one's a target. This, this is a si- no one's a target. No Why do I feel targeted? No, this is a simulation. Purely hypothetical situation. There is a situation. verbal red dot on my no, forehead. No, 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 no. Purely hypothetical situation, all right, Bill? I'm just running this by you, all right? I'm listening. Okay. Five of you, you're with your friends. You, you, you're at a brewery. You're all having a few beers, a few drinks. You all order a meal. You're having lunch. You eat your meal. It's delicious. Then some, one of the boys says, I don't want to sit where my empty plate is. I'm going to take my beer and move and gets up and sits behind the group facing another direction. Okay. Weird maneuver or acceptable? It's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. <laughs> So thank you. Now can I explain myself? <laughs> okay. Hang on, a couple of questions here, Luke. So obviously, I understand that messy plates can be harmful to the vibe. There was six people on one of those like tables. You know, like when they shouldn't really have six seats. There, it's a four-person table. It was like a barrel. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no it was just the, like what? The, it was like a long, spot, everyone's sitting on stools, and yeah. should be a four-seater, not a six-seater. It was a really. long bar table, like a raised like sort of bar, skinny bar table yeah. where our what, plates are touching as we're eating, kind of thing. What What did you eat for your meal? A palmer. A palmer. Okay, yeah. not the messiest meal I've not ever heard. No, but it's meal. also I knew. Now can I explain why I actually moved? Oh, okay. So right. Jack was messaging me about some like business stuff. I knew he was about to call me, which he did. So I kind of like was moving my body away from the thing. I had a beer. I couldn't really put my beer anywhere. So I moved just separate. And also everyone was sitting there on their phones. No one was really talking. Oh, so it was kind I, of like, I would like to there take, was no vibe. And, and, and I would like to take issue with that claim. You know what was great about that is I actually brought the vibe like back because once I got off the phone, everyone shifted their chairs. We're all in a nice circle now with no table in between because I'd moved. So it was actually, wow. I, I thought it was a brief lull and then I reset the energy. Dude, we got Tyler, Rupert, Murdoch, Cahill over here. <laughs> My Fake God. The, Fake news. The, no, 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 this no, guy's no. agenda is unbelievable. No, 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 I, I thought no, it was no. reasonable as to why no, I moved. No, no, no. Can I just say, if, if, if he had announced and said, oh, I'm about to get a call from Jack, I'm just going to step away from the group here for a second. I was it messaging him. Like I would have said no worries. Preempting the call. Okay, uh, pre- okay. I'm not a mind reader, mate. I'm not a mind reader. But all Luke <laughs> said was, 
I'm just going to move. And we said, why? And he said, I don't want to sit in front of my plate. And then he proceeded to get up and show sure, his I did back give to a, the group. I gave a poor reason, but I was yeah. also texting. I was like, I, who okay. cares? A couple of things on this, Tyler. Go. Firstly, mate, it's show business. And I think a lot of people forget the business part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's your first problem. Secondly, mate, you're having to go at Luke for affecting the vibe. I'm not having to go at anyone, man. I'm just <laughs> saying it's a hypothetical simulation. Okay, well, you're saying the vibe was affected by this hypothetical person turning away. Now I'm hearing everyone's on their phone. There's no vibe to even affect. Uh, no one was even talking. Can I, can I phone a friend? I yeah. mean, you can get um, Vibu and Reese were there. You know, it was great. Reese moved next to me and moved his beer onto the nice clean okay, setting right. and created the vibe. So, so thank you, Reese. I was going to say, all right, so here's what I want to do. I want to redirect the positivity to Reese Hawker for, for being the one who actually reset the vibe. But you forced Reese into a corner. He was sitting there watching his friends fall into disarray at the, at the brewery. Man, I didn't force him to do anything. He was like, oh, Luke's made a great call here. What a great place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree, Reese? <laughs> this was such a non-event that Reese doesn't even he's heard all of this and has no idea what we're talking about oh. it was at the uh, brewery in Wollongong when I moved yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny that you literally turn your body around and Tyler's been sitting on it for three days. I can't it believe this has been brought up on it hurt, record. It hurt me deeply, man. It so hurt me deeply. Can I get confirmation whether or not you were in fact on your phone? No, I can confirm that I was not on my phone. At that point, I was not. And neither was Vibu. I was actually engaged in quite nice conversation with Vibu, I believe, at the time. Because he... Was that before... No, it wasn't. He hadn't bought his potion drink yet. I'm just about to speak to you, Luke. I'm just turning back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you t- turned your back on Vibu. Vibu said he was just about to speak now, to you, Luke. may we remind hey, everyone God, of the importance of business and show business. What happened yeah. to that, Billy? All of a sudden... <laughs> well, I was going to say, the, the optics true. of you turning your back on the only brown guy in the group... <laughs> <laughs> Do not make this about race. <laughs> mate, I, I don't know about this, mate. I tell you what. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Ike, on the topic of Vibu, and he's going to be... Oh, oh, can no, we, can we bring not, it up? Can we bring this up, Vibu? You know what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> Is this too far? Okay. No, there's can, so okay. We can oh, always cut it. Maybe bring it up and we can cut the it. The group fell into disarray last night. So Vibu, it's like, you can come sit on the couch if you Vibu, want in case you seat, need to please. defend yourself. He might, he might need to jump in with some thoughts. He's no, never no, been on record. No, are you kidding? Before. This will be this is great for the diversity of the podcast. Wait, yeah. we need to redo the intro now. Can we get? Uh, can you can you introduce yourself with vi- mm. through the mic? Please? What starting with V do you represent in BL TV? You just say my name is, and then I represent the. Say vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Veal. That's not a vegetable. It's a better idea. It's a better idea. It's a V word. Yep. Okay. okay so Vibu uh, has been on this tour a lot and has been connecting a lot with the openers of the tour aggressively. I'd it's, say it's become a known thing amongst the touring group that the opener will have a deep emotional friendship with Vibu. And, oh, and, really? Because I feel like me and Vibu is very surface level so far. Oh, this is exactly what we're bringing up. He knows it. Oh, the opener whisperer. <laughs> Mate, if you... Sorry. We actually just call him the whisperer. Vibu. <laughs> All 10 keg employees messaged me during the week. Oh, you're going to love Billy. You're going to love Billy. So I'm there trying to aggressively riz you yesterday. <laughs> Aggressively <laughs> <laughs> risk you. I felt like we got on yesterday. Now I'm like self-conscious for it. Like Jack messaged me, Vibu's ruined the show for Billy. In the group chat. Yeah. After, when when you're watching. Apparently you're watching 
Apparently you're watching my show And then he was like Doing spoilers During my act Yeah And you were like Just so, shut oh, up for, yeah. for, the, for the audience at home Billy opened last night It was the first time He's seen Luke's show And Bill was sitting Side stage Watching Luke's show at I've got a beer i got, I got the feed up I'm he having was, a great he was an time audience. He, he did his opening set And then he was clocked off And he was an audience member He was absorbing the show For the first time yeah. And Vibu <laughs> Vibu, yeah, Vibu was all he was thinking was I got to connect with Bill. I got to make friends with him. The pressure is on from his reputation as the open the opener whisperer. And apparently, halfway through the show, Vibu he pounced. He struck on Bill, and he made a few comments. And he alluded to. He said, "Oh, you got to hear the ending of the show. It's fantastic. The way Luke closes the show is so funny." He says this, and apparently he turned around and went. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, bump the brakes. No, well, he's like, he's like, he's, you're like, oh, the callback at the end, the way he does it like this, you're going to love it. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you came into Avengers. You're like, you know, fucking the purple guy dies. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. fucking hell, Vibu, shut up. <laughs> and, and also you're whispering in my ear, you know, you're licking, you're, <laughs> you're licking my earlobe and shit, mate. Like it's, I'm trying to have a... Try to have a beer and watch Australia's biggest comedian go to work, mate. Okay. <laughs> Pressure. I had like a 10 minute window. A 10 minute window. Well, I'm, mate, honestly, if I'd known you were trying to fuck me, I might have paid more attention. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing so, the first leg of the tour, I was with another Sydney comedian, um, Alex Milinkovic. They got on like a house on fire. They, they bonded <laughs> over, they bought a porno mag together on Servo. They, they were like joined at the hip. And it was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful watching. Yeah. You text. This is this is how much uh, Vibu thinks about this stuff. Uh, Alex is coming to watch the show tonight. Vibu goes, yeah. goes, do you think he'll remember me? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay, honestly, I feel a bit awkward because I felt like last night we got on well enough. <laughs> I didn't think there was any issues, but I guess... I'm looking for more of an acquaintance vibe. Oh no! Oh, no. I'm looking oh. for more. I'm I'm more in the market for a see you when I see you type friendship. Oh! I didn't realize you're looking for like a pen pal, brother. So <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I think that's fair because that is what this uh, industry is. It's Mate, I saw, last time I was in Melbourne, I saw you. Yeah. Now you're in Sydney. I'm seeing you again. Exactly. Yeah, okay. That's true. That's it's, true. It's beautiful, you know. But it's just because, like, Joseph Green, they had a deep bond. And then even Tom Armstrong opened a well, couple of shows. Joseph Green's never met anyone without having a deep fucking bond with <laughs> them. <So laughs> That's true. That <laughs> is true. So I feel like maybe the bar's been set yeah. so, so high. And then, to be fair, Malinkovic... To have a bond with him, he is Serbian. So that's that's good work, mate, because they can be tough to crack. They, uh, yes. they can be tough to crack. And also, this was brought up a few times. I noticed there was one clangor that Vibu was just overthought. Oh, no. Don't, uh, no, we you were, can't bring this up, man. He was in bad, you'd think? No. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I said last oh, night that better? I don't like Spaniard, and Vibu was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Vibu is Spaniard's biggest fan as well. But was, no, it wasn't that. We I got home from the show. I had my sheets on. Luke opened my door and reminded me of this clanger. No, Vibu was, uh, he was an emotional wreck, man. We got home to the Airbnb last night and we were all in the in the lounge room or Reese's bedroom, also known as, but we're in the lounge room all talking about the night and we all kind of go, where's Vibu? And I, I walk up the stairs and he's just in bed. His hoodie's pulled up over his mouth. He's just laying there looking at the <laughs> roof. 
And he's just mulling over his interactions with you that evening. In particular, this one clangor of a joke he made. I didn't even clock it as a joke. And I saw, I remember your reaction. I don't think you did either. But then I made eye contact with Vivi and he went, oh, no. Oh. Like, didn't get a laugh. Oh, my God. It I, went I, down I like clocked, an Ocean Gate submarine. Man. I haven't clocked any of this, to be honest. <laughs> so, mate, neither did I until I got home. Dude, what, what was the clangor? We were talking about Subway that uh, we, we're we staying quite like an, uh, I don't know, like we're staying quite an Asian area of Sydney where yep. like a, there's a Chinatown there. So we got food from there, but then we we're kind of ragging on Reese because he went and got Subway from Chinatown. And yep. then we started talking about Vietnamese food and then Vibu just goes, oh, do you reckon Vietnamese Subway would sell bar me? Oh and yeah. it wasn't really a joke. It was almost like we were like, yeah, probably. Like, But I think he paused for laughter and we all considered it like it was just a statement. No, no, you, you were like Vietnamese Subway, like the bar and me. I actually enjoyed that, but I feel like someone else was talking over you. I was trying to oh. out of that stage. I was just spitting out anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. And you know what sucks? When you wanted to bring something up, I thought you were going to talk about the blue beer orders. No, oh, this is so much worse. No, oh, no, <laughs> sorry, Vivi. Hey, I have no troubles with the blue beer. That was blueberry. It was sour and it was delicious. It was delicious. Right. Mate, it's good to know that me and Vibu spoke to each other three times yesterday, and all three of them have been under the microscopic lens. Every interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was shocked. We got home and there's all this discussion about how. Vivi went, I was like, I didn't clock any of this. No, I, I thought we had a good time, brother. I wouldn't think too much about also, it. So you met once. I thought you actually hit it off well. It was all Jack. Was all Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Jack was sort of stirring well, the pot. I'll like tell, you what, I tell you what, Vivi, I don't want to fucking fire you up, mate. But during the second show, me and Jack had a great conversation. We really... Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so oh, no. easy to get along with. I'm the problem. Mate, I don't know. <laughs> 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 mate, it's not, it's not him, it's you. I was going to be different. But just Honestly, Vivi, nothing about you, mate. I'm just saying that me and Jack really vibed. So take that as you will. Oh, dude, he's not going to be sleeping a wink tonight, Vibu. <laughs> oh man, he's going to be having. No I'm going to be down the hall in my room. I'm just going to. You just hear Vietnamese subway, you idiot! Fool! <laughs> It'd be the loudest Vibu's ever been. It's crazy. Look, and I'm so I'm sorry, Vibu, for bringing this up because. I sent like a one funny message because I was like, oh, that was a funny interaction that he had. Yeah, it's now a big uh, thing, dude. Oh well. It's fine. It happens, man. Look, maybe you'll get the next opener, man. You know, you can't have them all. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's still one more night of bonding to go. Yeah. But I don't know if this conversation has helped you guys. Uh, it's all right. We'll, we'll check back in six months or so, maybe. Maybe next time we see you, Bill. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll remember that. All right, well, thank Done. you very much for joining us, Billy. Thanks for having me, lads. Thanks for joining us, Vibu. Oh, can I just plug my podcast at the end Please of this do. podcast? Please do, yeah, go oh, ahead. Do you guys do like a big wrap-up or are we like done, done? Um, no, just give it a plug, man. Oh, yeah, I have a podcast. It's called Get Around Me. Yeah, we will. And that's that. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, I don't know, Vibu, listen to a few episodes, mate. Maybe you might get my vibe a bit more, but... Uh, <laughs> We cut out for a second there, but we're back. We're just going to say goodbye. Check out Bill's podcast. Um, thank you again, Bill, for being on the show with no us. No worries. Thanks for having me, lads. Appreciate it. And, and uh, uh, Vibu, I'm sorry that this was your first appearance on the pod, but I, I, I think it. Fuck, I have nothing good to say. No, if it helps <laughs> you sleep, if it helps him sleep, but technically it's his second appearance on the pod because he did briefly appear to talk about the porno mag with Alex a couple That's of true. Anyway. 
Thanks for coming, guys. Alex will be here soon. He can give you a big hug and you'll be all fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure he'll remember you. <laughs> I would love it if, <laughs> imagine, dude, imagine if, if, if Alex time. comes in and 100% goes up to you and goes, hi, I'm Alex. I'm going to cry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to jump off something. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. The other night, he was like, just this is the most casual setup. We're in there. You, you do. You say what you said. When you're getting your dumplings ready and you're asking how far away it was to the Harbour Bridge. I can't remember. Oh, okay. So, never mind. We were all, we'd all just talked about this Billy stuff. It hadn't gone well. And he was saying stuff. He's like, I just, I just wished uh, it was yesterday. <laughs> right and he was like oh we're in sydney uh, uh, how, how far away is the bridge and i'm like google i'm thinking he wants to go see there as a tourist he's like i'm like yeah it's like i don't know like 33 minutes away. i'm like we could drive 31 he's like 33 minutes he's like mm. so yeah yeah and then he just like he's he's mumbling around he's he's doing some donut like he's getting his dumplings ready and then he's like mm. he goes yeah i'm like how can we want to go to the bridge i've never seen it. he goes no i just do they still have railings there and we're like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, I'm just assessing oh what, what tomorrow's going to bring. I'm going to give this guy a hug. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Hit the outro. Thanks for... Oh, you already said that. Yeah. <laughs>